Hello, this is Nisha here. <laughs> My voice is still a little bit rough. But I'm I'm keen to record things at the moment. So why do we write books? It's an ironic question having just submitted a lot of work again today. The first reason when I work with people is for some personalities more than others, I will say to them, there's a book in you. And that is because it's their greatest means of expression. Many of those people are introverted. In fact, they generally are introverted. And so the writing process allows them to express themselves in a way that they often don't in the world. For INFJs in particular, it is a way to present their truth and their knowing, their difference in viewpoint in the world, how they often feel that they don't fit, that they have a different frame of reference, that they have different values, different seeings. And in the podcast yesterday, I spoke about Fred Rogers, who's a great example of this. And I'm working my way through his biography at the moment. And INFJs often write to bring their ideas to the world in a way that allows for deep reflection. There's, we will all, all INFJs always say that there isn't enough space for reflection in the world. There isn't enough space for pause, for a lack of noise. And it's a way to reach more people. As an individual with a certain capacity within your body, which I'm demonstrating beautifully at the moment, there's only so much of you to go around. There's only so many people's energy field that you can be in. There's only so much work you can do. There's only so much you can take on. And so it is a way to bring your ideas and your healing in a way to more people. What writing a book is not is a, is a business card, a stamp of approval, a reason to listen to you. I get quite irate about the, the supremacy structure in, in literacy and in a sense of being someone that you should listen to when you go to an event and everyone is introduced with the book that they've written. And in, even in their, their sort of biographies and in being told about them, you're told about you know, how much of a bestseller it was or what list it was on and who read it and who made comments on it and so on. And it's, it's a real place of, of comparison and of status and of taking something that's such a, a true form of expression and such a beautiful creative process and turning it into something that we measure everybody off. And in a way that has really, I suppose, dictated for me what sectors I wish to be published in how I wish to be published, why I wish to be published. 
the fact that I don't see it as a, a stepping stone to having a, a role as a motivational speaker, for me that obliterates the pure beauty and the art form of writing and of, of true expression and of speaking your soul and have allowing that to speak to others. And I feel that there is a, a deep energy and resonance in, in writing that is done from that place. And we can see that because, ironically, the books that are on the New York Times bestseller list hardly ever stay around to be around for hundreds of years. They don't stay around to be reprinted. And so the publishing world, for me, feels very out of sync of the energetics of the process of writing and of creative expression. And it has become somewhere where we're simply measuring everybody. It's just an extension of the ways that we measure society in terms of education, in terms of what schools and what universities you've been to, in terms of where your degree is, in terms of why we publish you and so on. So it has become an extension of that supremacy and that judgment of others rather than the actual pure beauty of the process. And we could, we could have the same conversation about music, of the different genres of music. Like, we see, we see a beautiful purity of practice and presence within classical music that we often don't see in other parts of mainstream music. And I'm, I was really reminded of that as I saw someone that I, I know and at the moment, I'm very aware that he is a Jewish man. And I saw him have an opportunity to play with the Berlin Philharmonic, Berlin Philharmonic, I can't say that word, Philharmonic Orchestra. And my dyslexia is really showing up there. Um, but for Christmas, and he didn't feel like celebrating the moment because of all that's taking place in the world. He's lost many relations in the attack on the 7th of October. I was reminded of the beauty and the creative process in music as I saw him play, which we lose within mainstream music. We, we don't often see it. And I'm reminded of, of one artist that I was playing for my parents over the last few days where I, I see the carry through and I saw an interview as well with him and there's John Basti. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And I think he's one of the one of the people that jumps to mind at the moment who manages to carry that through. So it's not it's not it's not an unheard of for it to happen, but it's just to give you an example of the difference. And we don't often question that difference in why do we publish books? Why do we write books? Why do we hold certain books up almost like being a business card rather than a work of art and a work of practice and a form of artistic beauty? We don't often stop and ask ourselves that question. <laughs>